Every month, we release new episodes of You Hate Movies at patreon.com slash youhatemovies, where, for the price of a cup of coffee, you can have consistent cinephile expertise pumped into your ears. As a gift, enjoy this free bonus episode that was previously a Patreon Movie Recon exclusive, and consider joining us at patreon.com slash youhatemovies. Strapped for cash but love the show nonetheless? Do the next most helpful thing by leaving us a glowing review on the Apple Podcast app. Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. In this free Patreon episode, we're rounding up a handful of movies from the month of April, including a scatterbrained review of Robert Eggers' The Northman and Patrick's lonely viewing of Morbius. Well, I figured I'd go ahead and start recording because Patrick and Tyler are in here arguing about whether or not Patrick has watched the trailer for The Bad Batch. No, no. not the trailer. Are you even listening to us? Kind of. I'm, I'm trying to get him to watch the trailer for Firestarter. Yeah, I heard that part. Is the, the film coming out this summer apparently is a remake from another film which is based on the book by Stephen King. But I was just saying... That this trailer looks like it's a made-for-TV series that's going to be airing on CBS. It's so bad. The way he's deriding this trailer, it can't possibly be as bad as he's saying. It's worse. I just realized this came on when I was watching The Kardashians. Uh Uh-huh. And you thought this looks like I was laughing out loud through the thing, being like, this is not a real movie. And at the end, it's a real movie. It's a real movie. It It played as like an ad on a YouTube I was trying to watch. And it ended, and I thought, the heck was that? So you really, really didn't like the trailer for the... And, and Abby was equally disgusted. Are we talking about Firestar? Yeah, is this a major motion picture, or is this like a TV series or Listen, something? Universal. How smooth was that? Because you cut to fix mics, and oh, now we're back. Are we doing inside baseball here? Oh, it's Patreon, yeah. There's no point in... Yeah, yeah. All right, so listen, I was shouting, and then Josh cut, and now we're back to shouting again. Yeah, they heard. They probably are listening. They're like, "Oh my God, is that buzz going to be in this whole episode?" But now it's gone. <laughs> but I did want to edit that part out because it was funny hearing you so disgust, so utterly disgusted. I don't know. I'm looking over Abby's shoulder at the Firestarter trailer. It doesn't look any better or worse. Than oh my God! The climax of the trailer is when this little girl claims, accuses someone of their pants being on fire. It's just. It's shockingly, insultingly bad. I don't know Stephen why King, King must be humiliated. Why does Stephen King have this thing with like children and young people who have psychic, telekinetic powers? It's like one novel. This is your first novel. You come out of the gate and write Carrie. Right. I didn't realize that was his first. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do more of it. I haven't read first novel. Oh, it's Peacock. It's Peacock, man. What do you want? That's the Saved by the Bell streaming service. (laughs) What do you want? Firestarter is coming out in theaters. What, really? It's universal. It's on the box office mojo list. Well, Halloween kills. Patrick has it as a wild card. What? What? (laughs) Yours is not, your microphone's not on, Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing, nothing's coming out of there. All right, hold on, Patreon. We got to do fine. Better. He doesn't need a microphone. He's he's embarrassing himself anyway. Okay, Patreon. Behind the scenes, we repaired another technical issue. Now Patrick yeah. has a microphone. Yeah, and and the, and the even more behind the scenes is there's a bad cord 
in the bag that we keep fussing with, and Would we're going to put it back in the bag. Please put it in the trash. <laughs> no, no we use it every single time we record. This is not an exaggeration. Nope. It happens that you'll hear, and then we got to check, oh, who's got it? Everyone unplugs one at a time. Yeah. Then we roll it up, and we put it back in with the other cords. Yeah. Please stop. Please, It's been years now. Please stop doing that. Yeah. Oh, wait. Now Abby's microphone's not on. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> You're telling me Stephen King's first novel was about a teenage girl having her period in a locker room and then taking revenge out on the rest of the school? She doesn't really take revenge on the school for having her period in a locker room. That's just for one the way of that they've treated one her of many of indiscretions. Her the main crux of the film is that she had her period and she was That's the first 30 bullied. seconds of the film. I you know, it's a it's a very specific thing to put in your first novel. Yes, you know, and, and as a matter of fact, uh, he said that he didn't even plan it. He wrote a first draft, and then he was like, man, I sure messed with blood a lot in this story. So then he went back and emphasized those things. There you go. Uh, so he went back in a second draft and added the menstruation. I don't know if the menstruation specifically is what he added. He just said that he noticed there was a theme of blood, so he emphasized it to make it more of a motif. Maybe it was the pig blood that he emphasized. If yeah, it's anything it's the, that pushes Carrie over the edge, it has to be the pig blood and not necessarily getting no, it's, tampons it's, thrown it's at her. It's the menstruation blood that starts the pattern of blood throughout the rest of the film. Uh-huh. It's the foreshadow of the, the that, rest of the blood. That part's true, yeah. Yeah. But then sure. she gets to go to prom. She got magical powers. Yeah, I like the book. John, John Travolta's it's there. Good. It's just when women are, on, women are on their period, they have magical powers. Is that true, Abby? Yeah, they're crazy. No. <laughs> She doesn't Dang. only have the magical powers when she's menstruating. She just has the magical mm. powers vis-a-vis nothing. Is this her getting her period for the first time or just it just happens to her be? Reaction. It's her first. It's the first yeah. time she's getting her period. It in happens to be in a shower. She is sheltered by an emotionally, physically, and spiritually abusive mother, so she doesn't know what's happening to her. She's panicking and screaming, and all the other girls who hate her throw tampons at her. Mm-hmm. Well, listen... I don't know who's to blame, the education system or the parents, because the rest of the kids seem to know what a period is. Does she miss health class that day? It doesn't. She doesn't not know what it is. It just happens in the shower. Mm. I don't know that that's true. It is, as I recall, she's depicted like in, well, she could be panicking because they're throwing. That's what I thought. She was just panicking like, oh, no, not here. They call her Creepy Carrie. Creepy Carrie, Creepy Carrie. this is Sissy Spacek. Yeah. It's actually Mm -hmm. a great movie. It is. Which one's better? I did not see the remake with the, Chloe, whatever I did. Her name. Uh, no. Yes. Chloe Grace Isn't Marks. Isn't that the third Chloe remake? Marks Isn't there one Grace? in between? I don't know. Stephen I, King movies usually get TV miniseries. Yeah, yeah. The first one's better. How I'm many Stephen King books are going to be made into movies and then made into series and then remade into movies? How many fire starters are there going to be in total? Lots. Because this one looks bad. Have you watched the trailer yet? It's really bad. I just I saw like it over Abby's shoulder. His, my God. Why are we picking this one? Because, man. Firestarter? He's got a lot of guys. content to mine. <sighs> Stephen I've, King, here's a, here you go. There's a short story by Stephen King. I've, I've not actually read it, but when I was a small child, I was staying with a friend, and she was reading a gigantic volume of Stephen King short stories. This woman. Her name was Weta. Miss Weta. And uh, Miss Weta, Miss, was she your second grade teacher? Weta, no, Weta, Weta, Weta. It's O U I D A. Oh, Weta. No, she might be Wida. listening. Wida. So anyway, Weta is reading this no, big I'm old. Not, I'm confused by the spelling. Weta. 
Yeah, yeah like like Ouija. Yeah, like Ouija. Duh. Instead of a ja. Or like we, like the French word. <laughs> yeah. Patrick we. made it more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like tree, but instead of tr, it's we. Yeah. And e, it's duh. We duh. Well, seems we like duh. very clear to me. <laughs> Weeda was reading this big old book, and I was like, oh, Weeda, what's that book like? She's like, oh, she just starts telling me all these horrifying things that are in this book. I, was, I must have been in fourth grade or something like that. Sure. Yeah. She describes in detail a short story where, to this day, I've not read it. Stephen King fa- fans listening to this are going to be soiling themselves. Oh my gosh, he's not saying it right or something like that. Mm -hmm. But as I recall, it involved a man stranded on a surgeon, stranded on a desert island who in desperation begins to slowly uh, amputate and eat his own limbs to survive. Uh, Until, spoiler alert for this story, I guess, he uh, has become a trunk because he's used his mouth to, to amputate the last limb because he's in some kind of drug haze, having had to administer, you know, like uh, sedatives and stuff to be able to accomplish this terrible feat on his own person. And he realizes, oh, that's, that's that, I guess. And he just bleeds out. And, uh, and then many years went by. I didn't think about it a lot. And then recently I read that that was going to be adapted. I was just reading a headline. It was like, one of Stephen King's more bizarre short stories getting adapted. I was like, oh, I wonder what it is. I wonder if I've read it. I've read a bunch of Stephen King short stories. And then I start reading the, the flavor text, and it's like about a surgeon on an island. I said, oh, I remember. It all oh, it's a surgeon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's an important part to the character in order to make this more realistic. Yeah, listen to Abby's got her phone talking. Here you go. Okay. Gotta start it over. Weaver. <laughs> yeah. Weeder. A weeda. Weeda. A weeda. No, not a weeda. It's just we saying phonetically W I. We. Yeah, but how is it spelled? O I. O U. I mean, that's Ouija, but instead of It's like that stupid thing that was making rounds on the internet a while back where they're like, oh, the sound thing. What do you hear? What does Y E S spell? Yes. Then you answer the question. Then yes. what does E Y E S spell? Ease. <laughs> <laughs> she gets her every time. What does Y E S spell? Yes. And what does E Y E S spell? <laughs> e. Yes. <laughs> she can't handle it. <laughs> She's crying. Why is that funny? She's crying. <laughs> Try oh, it again. Is the dress blue or what? What does Y E S spell? Yes. And then what does E Y E S spell? Yes. No. E Y E S. Uh, eyes. eyes. There it is. There it is. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing for eyes. you, Tyler. Yeah, There's it's eyes. Lots yeah. and lots of viral videos of people going e yes. They're getting yeah. so frustrated with the person asking them. Yeah, e- there's yes. a similar one where they change the vowels around with the word two, and eventually they get to what does T W O spell, and it's like twa twa. <laughs> Yeah. By leading them on with yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. this video where the kid uh, Charlie bites his <laughs> finger or something, and they all. <laughs> you remember that one? Yeah, it really hurt him. I'm not, I haven't seen that one. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Really so him. what are we doing here? Are we doing <laughs> hey, movie Ab- news? Abby's on the show or recon? What is Ab- this? Abby's on the show. Sure. Tyler's on the show. Yes. Eyes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Eyes. Yes. Eyes. <laughs> Patrick's on the yeah, show. I'm here. Um, Tyler, well, I should start with you, Abby. Did you watch anything this month? Um, come back to me. I don't remember. You saw the trailer for Firestarter, and it's garbage, right? 
Yes. Tell him. It was bad. Did you see the line where she claimed that someone's pants were on fire? I don't know. I might have been laughing too hard. I was laughing. It's so bad. It's the best part of the trailer. All right, Tyler, did you watch something this month? I watched a lot of things. Oh, well, give us like the greatest hits. Right Either, now? That's, you, no, that's going to spoil. No, well, no, I mean narrow. No, I like, the, the, I like a little bit of drama and fanfare every time I introduce a new title. Okay. I'm not well, giving you any hints. Well, then you pick. Tell us, tell us what you watched. No. Patrick's here. Yeah. Oh, my God. No one wants to say? Patrick's here. What yeah, did you here. see? You saw I, some movies? I saw some oh, movies. Great. Josh is here. Yeah. Yeah, we're all here. Yeah, we're all here. Is this all? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Is Liam here? I don't see him. Bonjour. Bonjour. No. <laughs> People are like, oh my God, he's there. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, Liam. Yeah, Jackie Brown right. is the best one. <laughs> yeah, let me try. <laughs> I'm Liam. Yeah. So it was a little known flick. <laughs> I miss Liam. Where is he? <laughs> little known oh, flick. I, I rode with my friend in their convertible <laughs> down to the local Cineplex and saw Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> This was this man's favorite yeah. of uh, what was that era of Disney movies? The Golden. The we golden should age? do that again with another era because pe- a lot of people listen to that. We episode. should do whatever the. I guess it would be 2010 to 20, which is like the Tangled, Frozen, Moana era. The resurge. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Renaissance. We did. Era. Yeah, is that we what did. we did? The Renaissance. No. We what did, did we call 90s, it? Whatever the 90s What did we call is. it? It was an era. Golden. It has, golden? A, it has an official name. We called it that. I think it was a golden. It's not golden. Golden is the old one. Well, what is it then? No. It's our podcast. What the heck was it? I'll, I'll fact check it. Oh, you're going to look is at someone gonna talk freaking about website. It you know what I went it. and saw? You know what I saw this month? Yeah. I went and saw a, uh, a feature film at the local Cineplex called The Northman. Uh, yeah, you guys heard of that? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw I, that. I too. was there. Oh right, I had Screen King at that one. Yeah, it was all right. Screen King was all right. Screen King was Screen King. Screen Queen. Screen Queen was great. How is it Screen Queen? That, uh, that's that that particular throne in that particular theater. It's it's a little off uh, axis. You know, it leans forward too much. It does. Yeah, you got to really lean back in order to get into the mm-hmm. pocket and get comfortable. They need to work on that theater. It's starting to get a little broken window syndrome in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, not broken windows. Broken window theory. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not no, a theory. It's a syndrome. syndrome. It's happening. It's just, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, broken it, window action. one of the theaters has got that giant stain on the screen. So that you're right. That's going down quick around there. Yeah. But felt- apparently AMC is coming around doing a bunch of upgrades in their theaters around the nation. Let's hope we're one of them. We have to be. We're so uh, you hate movies is putting out for all the AMC uh, CEOs listening. This hey, is the biggest theater, the biggest screen anyway in the whole city. So they've got to care about that, right? Yep, I would think so. So no, they city. said that they're going to update like thirty five hundred of their locations. That's three thousand five hundred for with uh, okay, yeah, yeah, with laser projectors. How many? I guess I could have looked it up. How many do they have? I, I want to know what the chances are of that happening to us. I want us to Patrick's get upgraded. Because if I, they upgrade the projectors with laser projectors, which I guess are all the rage, but not only would it mean that, it would mean that you know that those things are going to be running at full brightness if they're brand new. I hope so. I'm excited for that. Well, when, These uh, ones at AMC are getting darker and darker. Yeah, they are. Here's like a, a fun uh, comparison. I saw The Force Awakens at... Cinetopia, now AMC, because AMC um, 
ran them into the ground and then bought them out. I saw Force Awakens. It was beautiful. There's one shot in particular where um, I think it was Ray standing there in the desert and she's watching the spaceship fly away that allegedly her parents were on. And there's this teeny tiny spaceship off in the distance and you think, that's some really beautiful cinematography, really well done. I went and saw that downtown at Regal the next week later. You couldn't even tell there's a spaceship in the sky. <laughs> that screen was such garbage. That Regal sucks, that, uh, man. That downtown exact Vancouver? Th- no, it was Portland. City Center. I, I had the same thing happen from... You said the first one was AMC? First one was AMC. The second one was Fox Tower. Yeah. And it was Regal. And it was so bad in Regal, you could not tell what she was looking at. But I knew from having seen it on a better screen that there's supposed to be a spaceship there. <laughs> but it's too dim to notice. I On one of my viewings of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, the first one was at an AMC. And there's a shot where they're ascending a ladder, you know, barely escaping the opening jaws of uh, Baryonyx. And... I remember thinking in the theater, there's a shot of, you know, like the, the stock shot of, oh, it's just almost bit him. And you can see inside its mouth. And I thought, man, they really put a lot of detail in that mouth. You could see like all its quivering membranes, you know, and spit flying out and everything. And I was like, well, that was pretty impressive CG. Went and saw it again at Regal, downtown Vancouver. It was Regal. And I was waiting for that. I'm like, oh, I'm about to look down that thing's throat again. <laughs> It opened his mouth and it was just black. I couldn't, <laughs> like I couldn't see anything, yeah. any of the details. And it's just all mouth. crushed. Yeah, right, the numbers are in. Mm. There are 593 theaters in the United States with 7,800 screens. 7,800. So like, it could be half. Is yeah, close to half. We'll get new. Th- and we have. So our big screen should be getting new projectors, okay. right? I'd like mm-hmm. to think so. I would yeah. think so. Or all of the screens at the nice one. There's also that. Mail playing AMC that's kind of cruddy. Yeah, shut it down. It's gross. Yeah, shut it down. I can't find the freaking Disney episode, so somebody else probably remembers what we were talking yeah. about. Anyway, Northman. Oh, best of animated Disney. We just said the years. It's in our thing. it's ninety to ninety nine. But I want to share. There's a new review on you hate movies. It? What was that? It was ninety. It was the nineties, right? Uh, my thumb touched the thing and it went away. Mm. This is a review from. Um, DJM0205 nice. says, five stars, the title of the review is More Shows. Then they uh, go on to say, you guys have got to make more episodes. Weekly, all caps. I love this podcast so much. want to listen to more episodes. I really hope you guys make more episodes. <laughs> exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. She's really sweet. DJM0205 um, you're probably not hearing this, or else you would know that there's at least more episodes on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, but Tyler, remember when we did have an w- episode every week? Yeah, I do. That was pretty crazy do. now. Yeah, it was fun. It was exhausting. <laughs> I, I think that I had to drive across town to every single week. I feel like the Terminator run is what really killed it for us. No, it didn't. That was when no we getting our... No one cares party. about Terminator. Yeah, they did. I did. That was fun. No, it was bad. It was very anticlimactic. Well, well yes, was that, that part's yeah. true. So I go and see The Northman with some friends. And I had Screen King. Uh-huh. And Tyler had Screen King, yeah. uh, which is... I learned some... Here's a more inside movie industry baseball... Not movie industry. Movie-going industry baseball. At the AMC at which we are members... 
you have uh, this thing called an entourage function. We use it at You Hate Movies. We use it all the time. Now you're getting a little too specific. No, no, no. This no, is important. sounds like a sponsored advertisement. No, they're not paying us anything, unfortunately. They should. They should, yeah, absolutely. They really should. I'm sick of this. I think... Uh, no. So anyway... Entourage is honestly the best thing AMC's ever done. Entourage is a feature that allows uh, me, for example, I'm going to get my ticket for the Northmen, and I says to myself, I says... Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and reserve a spot for my friends that also have AMC memberships. And it'll go, are any of these tickets for your entourage? And I'll say, yes, they are, actually. And it'll be like, which people? And I go, oh, Tyler, Patrick, Matt Hughes. And then I'll click Peter Nikiforov, and every time it says, Peter can't be in your entourage. <laughs> I don't know why. Because he's Russian. Yeah, so they sanctioned him. And then uh, <laughs> they'll just get an email that says, hey, listen, you got a ticket to the movies. Right? Yeah. I'll just yeah. get a notification that says you've been entouraged. Do you uh, have to approve it? <laughs> no. Nope. That's no. That's weird. These, these guys wouldn't saw a jackass without me. There's just an empty seat next to them. Yeah. We on, I just entourage everybody every time I get a ticket. And it went against your like three a week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and jackass got their money, but I didn't go. Hey, you should be doing that more. Make, make these. Honestly, uh, I'm going to entourage these guys whenever I want an empty seat next to me in the theaters. That's, That's a good, good idea. idea. What if we, even though uh, it was the most inconvenient times, we just continued to show up, surprise you? Every time you walked into the theater, <laughs> we were both just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, hello. And we take so screen excited to see time. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 with me at 10 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All that to say, uh, I actually put myself in Screen King, and then I clicked these other seats. But when you entourage, it, you don't get to say which one is for you. Yeah, it just sent a ticket to Tyler that was for Screen King. What the Ooh. heck? Yeah, I yes. got that, and I thought, how generous! <laughs> <laughs> no, it was an accident. <laughs> um, oh well. The Northman is a Viking art house action drama, quasi drama blockbuster by Rob, uh, Robert Eggers, the director of The Witch and The Lighthouse. And uh, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. It's pretty cool. The Lighthouse is is like a next level film. It's like it's like an aspiration for what all of the films could be. Wow, all the it films? No. Not all films. Only you know, super not all films. Select. I don't think I want to see a rom-com in that style. <laughs> but it, it's it's like a, it's a, a a deeply admirable admirable artistic uh creation when it comes to cinema. I I don't I'm I'm really it's a very good movie. You like it. <laughs> I like it. Great. And I but. haven't seen The Witch, but you guys seem to like it. So I, I had high hopes for The Northman, but it didn't quite live up to the the precedent of the other film. Um, it was one of those movies where we all walked out of the theater and everybody was just making fun of certain things, nitpicking details about the movie and being like, what was up with this? And, oh, hey, how about this thing? And laughing, ha, 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 all the way into the parking lot. Then we got in the car and said, yeah, but it was great, though. And everyone yeah. was like, yeah, I did like it. Mm. So it was one of those. That didn't happen in my car. You, well, by yourself? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say, look in the rearview mirror as you adjusted it. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. Better than Lighthouse. No, God no. My opinion. I think I like The Witch better than The Lighthouse. I like The Witch the best of the three Uh, so far. I'll watch The Witch uh, only because I love The Lighthouse so much. Okay. (laughs) I love The Lighthouse, but I really liked... Are all his films going to be The? Was it The Northman? 
Yeah, the North yeah. The Witch, The Lighthouse. It's interesting. It seems almost as if I saw an article or a headline that um, argued that it seemed as if he was auditioning for a blockbuster with this movie. Uh, like he was like, look what I'm doing with this indie budget in my art house movie. I'm making a, a movie that's a little more. It was like Art House 300 a few, sometimes. It felt like that Even though for a few minutes anyway. Yeah. yeah, there's a pretty great 300-esque scene. Then... Um, and, no, when they raid the village. Oh, that is the best scene in the movie. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. That scene was so exhilarating, and the lead up to the scene, pretty much everything from the time break. There's uh, the first act of the movie, and then a set of years go by. You flash forward in time. It's like the top of scene two. I mean, it's the top of act two. Right. Yeah. And they recreate this incredible shot that I believe opened the movie, where there's like a raven hanging in the air in front of the camera, the camera's fixed to the raven. The raven flies out of frame right, and then the camera spins around and starts tracking toward the location, following the birds. Eggers loves birds. It was really cool looking. Do you think there's a relation to Eggers and birds? <laughs> well, like eggs. if Eggers well, is just birds, if you take out the egg and put burr. Uh, but birds come uh, from eggs. <laughs> yeah. We really cracked this one, didn't we? <laughs> Top of Act Two, the same thing happens where this boat, this big rowboat's coming down the river. The camera like stays watching it and then pulls in and tracks down into the boat and is moving around yeah. these Vikings. He's and a fantastic filmmaker. It's the the staging, the shot choreography is super exciting. And then there's this really bizarre pagan ritual, whether like. <laughs> Assuming the shape of beasts, not mm-hmm. li- not literally, but you know, I guess in their minds, I don't know, maybe in their hearts, so that they can go raid this village and kill everyone. Pretty much that whole half hour block was wonderful. That was I was like, dude, this yeah. thing freaking solid. rules. This is amazing. And then the rest I, of I know it. you like those long shots. Those long. I shots love those awesome. continuous shots. There were some really impressive continuous shots, and the top of Act Two where they're raiding that scene. Act Two. Mm-hmm. That scene at the top of Act Two, where they're raiding that village, is a fantastic piece of filmmaking, but it only leads you to be disappointed with the rest of the film. Until I the do. I actually agree scene. with that. I mean, I, the overall, scene I liked was it. Great, but yeah. everything in between was not good. There is a lull in the third act. Um, no, no, no. There's a lull f- <laughs> for the majority of Act Two and the majority of Act Three, <laughs> and then it ends with a yeah. solid scene. No, I like I liked the ramp up before the ending. It's just strange because the lead character plays by Skarsgård. He has this crazy plan uh, without giving too much of the movie away. He said, "I'm going to, you know, initiate chaos in this small farm." Listen, I'm going to give things. it away. The whole film is just Hamlet. Well, okay, so he's going to he's Hamlet. He's going to be Hamlet. He's going to Hamlet this place? It's Lion he's going to ham and egg it. Listen, it's Lion King. Okay, yeah, he's going to Lion King. In the middle of the movie, Tyler turns to me and says, is this not Lion King? <laughs> he says that a lot. Remember when he yeah. said that about Good Dinosaur? He says, this is just Lion King. Yeah. He's just, he doesn't want anything <laughs> creeping on Lion King. He just loves <laughs> Lion King. He's watching Anthony Hopkins in well, The Father. It was, it was when, the Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> it was when the order was made to... Kill the sun, and then that bumbling, uh, like sidekick oh, ran away. Nosey McNo nose, and was 
<laughs> Holy McNonos. Yeah, he ain't nosy no more. And failed to kill the son, and then came back and said, "The son is dead." I thought, "Oh, come on, this is." Is he one of the? Is he Whoopi Goldberg? The kid yeah. will return. Bonsai Shinzi. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to look like yeah. you? Cactus butt. It was weird when they said that in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> I thought butt. that didn't seem historically accurate. <laughs> it didn't even seem accurate to the climate they were in. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so it was very Lion Kingy. Anyway, he's got this big plan he's going to do. And then for reasons that uh, escape the viewer, he really, really waits to enact that plan. And not no, in a he way. Says, he says why. Because it turns into a video game. He's like, first, I got to go get, beat the boss and get my sword. No, I gotta he, go he get just, this sword that he, I can't. No, he's specific. Are we just saying, talking about this thing now? Or are you just saying the There's spoilers. spoilers. There's spoilers. Yeah. Obviously, you're hearing some spoilers. Right. It's like the Lion King and Hamlet, so that's enough. Right. He says the vision is foretold that he has to kill the guy at a lake of fire. And until then, he can't kill him, but he will terrorize everything he loves. That I know that, but I'm saying just the plan to terrorize him. Right. It takes him forever to do that. He's, he's, he just decides he's going to help out on the farm for a half hour. He's, yeah, he's got to find. He's got to stake the place out. <laughs> well, it's like there's nothing to see here. There's no plan to make. There's the barn. <laughs> there's the house. Yeah. yeah. As much as Eggers is a is a brilliant filmmaker, there was a couple scenes shots in particular that were deeply insulting to me anyway as a movie viewer insulting because there was one scene where they're like threatening and even killing some of the servants saying where is the northman where is he everybody tell us where he is and they're finally about to cut the throat of the woman he liked and then they pan the camera over, and he's standing <laughs> 50 feet away in a giant open grassy field. You can't just pan the camera over and expect that nobody saw him there. He Batman. Just because he's not in the frame doesn't mean he's not visible. I think he had a trap door in that field. <laughs> he yeah. had a trap door in it's that like, field. It's like they finally pan over. It's like, oh, there he is. If you if you had sort a, of a proof no, of smoke and if you had a camera smoke. on that field the whole time, you would have seen right before they cut, you know, Anya Taylor Joy's throat, him hastily out from around the hillside, yeah, <laughs> running out in there and then posing, panting, just <laughs> totally gassed. So I was here. I was here the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's stuff like that that's frustrating. Uh, I get that the camera trick there is enough to make you believe that he was out of sight, but it's, it's a bit juvenile. It's a bit there, uh, basic. There know? were definitely uh, nitpicks in the movie. Overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah. In too. fact, I would recommend it. One of the things that I enjoyed a little less was that the movie at times would be like, this movie is so brutal and disturbing, like even off-screen disturbing, the whole barn burning scene and stuff like that with the children. Uh, which he's done a lot, a lot of his movies. When they, uh, at the opening of Act Two, when yeah, he's, they round uh, up a village yeah. and that was rough. Bad things yeah. happen to kids. That was that was a, a conflicting moment because, like, are we supposed to like this guy? Because this isn't helping. Yeah, he's become animal-like. Mm-hmm. You know, he's lost himself. And then there would be these really shocking, brutal, like disembowelings and noses cut off of faces yeah. and. And uh, one scene in particular, I won't ruin it for you, but made the whole theater go, because yeah. it was so gross. Uh, but Which then there one? were other things that Which would one? happen. I don't remember. 
there were other things that would happen that uh, would happen bizarrely off screen. Yeah, like it was a PG thirteen yeah. movie, and it'd be like, "What? Did you not have enough money to create that effect, or are you afraid to show it? Do you want to be weird? Do you want to go all the way or not, Eggers? Make up your mind. Quit pulling punches. Just show us. Yeah, Just show us some punches. Show Overall, it. I thought it was a worthy entry into an already impressive filmography. It's not the lighthouse, but okay. Yes, it's not. What did you give it, stars? I think I gave it three and a half. Mm, that's too high. What'd you give it? Three and a half. I gave it two and a half. Two no, and a half. That's man. too that's low. Nah, it felt appropriate. No, man, you're being way too Listen, snooty. You want to know my? Way too snooty. You want to know my this. biggest criticism of the film? Sure. <laughs> Josh keeps going on about how. The Northman became animal-like. There's been so many scenes with him howling at the moon and become a bear, and growling become a with these other warriors and being so animalistic. And then they cut to a sex scene where they're doing it missional. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's got to be dog style at least. Dis- <laughs> oh my god, missional, <laughs> missional, missionary. Yeah, sure. that's he's not about to have sex missionary. That she, only he only becomes the wolf in battle. Yeah, he's a tender, tender. He's a tender lover. Otherwise, that's true. Even hippos lover. do it doggy style. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay. How on earth would a hippo accomplish anything else? What? How can a hippo accomplish any other position in the animal kingdom? <laughs> Give him a second. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Should we just okay. end the episode right there? That, okay. That's a pretty good ending. But yeah. <laughs> we can't just do one movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mini episode on the Northman. This, yeah, that was too long. I feel bad for the, the other uh, listeners. They should be getting this content. I didn't know this. we were going to be funny tonight. We should yeah, put you, this on the main channel. You can't. You can't. It's messy. It keeps cutting, and we're like, "Oh, well, sorry, I fixed the microphone." <laughs> this is what you're missing on Patreon. Hippos do it doggy style. <laughs> Abby, did you watch anything? I don't know. Can I see your list? Yeah. Tyler, did you watch anything? Um, Wait, is this bit enough build up for you? Is it okay now? Yeah, you said you need fanfare. Oh, uh, well, no. I like to add my own fanfare. Oh. I don't need, I don't need your help. Good. He's, you guys can't see him. He's like <laughs> eyes closed, rubbing his face like he's the half out of here. <laughs> um, I... Uh, I've watched a few movies, some old ones for the first time and some new ones for the first time. That's how new films tend to work. <laughs> sure. I, uh, there's two in particular that I think that I want to discuss tonight, but I want to start with one that came out in 2016 that we were discussing on our, in, a, in a thread recently on our own, and uh, it's called The Bad Batch. That, right, the Star Wars cartoon, gotcha. Yes, it's the Star Wars cartoon. I like Star Wars. That came out. Six years ago. Yeah. Have no, I'm it? kidding. It's not really a Star Wars cartoon. No, no you told me about Star this movie Wars 10 minutes ago. Garbage. I haven't seen it yet. <sighs> I saw it, and I don't really even know how I came across it. I think that, like, the only way to navigate Netflix these days is you got to go find movies you have seen and you liked. You go click it, and then you gotta you got to select more like this. Otherwise, you're just scrolling through endless categories where they're just showing you the same 12 movies over and over again. It's you want a rom-com here are these 12 titles. You want a you want a drama here are these 12 titles. They're same 12 titles. You want a thriller here are the same 12 titles. They can't all be the same thing. That's true. 
Do they have a function? I wish that they had like a blockbuster video style. It's just like action and then A to Z. Yeah. Everything we have in our whole library. Netflix doesn't have that. It's stupid. HBO. And I don't like the horizontal scroll. Yeah. HBO is like that. But it's also, it's, you know, it's a bit um, unfair because all of the number or A titled movies are at the top. And, no, you, know, you don't like, count A, but you can put numbers at the front. Yeah. It's like those are the ones that you're getting watched the most. A through like. E, you're always getting these top right. views. No one's scrolling all they the way down. They should have like a skip to, to a letter. Alphabet. Skip to a letter. Yeah. I'm improving it for them. Yeah. Josiah had to get out of Netflix. He can't be paying that extra dollar because <laughs> they raise their prices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I don't remember which one I chose, but I went to a title that I love, and I said, "Show me more like this, Netflix." And in the list was a film called The Bad Batch, and the thumbnail got me. And I clicked it, and it showed me, you know, like the the thirty seconds or whatever it is from the film. So I said, "All right, show me this movie." And I watched it, and it's it's uh, starring Jason Momoa, and Keanu Reeves is in it, and this actress from other random, like almost like strange thriller teen films, like Assassination Nation. Did anyone see that? I saw that. It's fine. Um, <laughs> And then Jim Carrey's in it, which is surprising. Love like how they get him to be in it. Bunch of people you'd recognize, and it's about cannibalism in a dystopian desert hellscape. And I thought, all right, yeah, it's show me this. R for oh, it's neon. Rated R for violence, language, drug content, brief nudity. It uh, it opens pretty rough. Like it is not pulling its punches early on. Dang, is it in brief nudity right away? <laughs> no, and then brief nudity is later. Oh man. And you it opens and you think this has got to be it, right? This this character we've been following for the first act. This is this is it for this character. It's got to be over. But no, it carries on and it becomes a really strange commentary on what I'm assuming is about life in the lower Class of America, life on the streets to some degree. This, I'm looking at pictures of it. it. Looks really cool. Looks very stylized. It's very stylized. It's a female director, female lead. It's very impressive writing. Suki Waterhouse. I was in, I was impressed by a lot of the film. You could oh, tell from Insurgent. Gotcha. You could tell they were doing their best with a low budget, but they they pulled off a lot, like casting Jim Carrey somehow. He believed, and I finished the movie, and I thought, was that good? I think it was good. And I texted you all and I said, I would just watch this. I couldn't tell if it was good. I think it is. Patrick, you should watch it. And then mm-hmm. Matt Hughes came on and said, I saw it. It's not good. So I think it's good. Matt thinks it's not good. And I think we need Patrick to watch it so we can know for sure. All right. By next Patreon, I will have Great. a conclusive. Okay, the bad the, batch. I found it. Here's the thread for the inside baseball. They've come to expect it. Tyler Hands said at 10.44 a.m. yesterday. Do you watch this morning movie in the morning? No, I watched it. The previous night? I think I watched it Saturday night. Okay. Anyone else watch The Bad Batch that came out a few years ago? I watched it yesterday. Is that movie good? How did they get Jim Carrey to be in it? So he's telling the truth, Tyler, as he recreates the story very accurately. Josiah immediately sends the title card for the Star Wars cartoon. No, That's not it. No caption. Tyler says, not that. We already know that isn't good. Patrick says, I've never seen it. 
Actually, he said, I never seen it. Tyler says, I think you would like it, Patrick. I think I like it. I'm just confused how no one heard of it. Patrick says, IMDb says it's something about cannibals. I'm in. See if you can spot Jim. Oh, here's Matt. I saw it. It's not good. That's it. That's all he had to say about it. I saw it. It's not good. And Matt punctuates his texts like he's Cormac McCarthy. It's like, I saw it, period, enter. It's not good, period, enter. Yeah, he does a lot of line breaks. Uh huh. So anyway, there's there's the inside drama for you. Matt intakes a lot of uh, movies. He watches a lot of movies. I wonder if he's mixing them up sometimes. Listen, here's an anecdote for how I interpret all of Matt's um, opinions on oh, okay. stories. Uh, stories? <laughs> yes, because... I don't know if you know, Josh has written some books in his life. One of them uh, called Punk Rock versus the Lizard People. And we all read an early draft of the book. And it's a, a very distinct story amongst stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Dang. And, uh, High praise. And it ends, it, the, the climax for the villain in the film is quite memorable. And Matt and I were having a discussion about the book one time, and I said, yeah, I remember when this happened at the very end. And he said, no. Oh, I do remember that. And I was like, what do you mean you don't remember? He didn't remember the the antagonist. It's the the final plot point for the antagonist of the film. How do you not remember? He's like, I don't don't know. You read it, right? He's like, yeah, I read it. Then how do you not remember what happened to the antagonist? I read it really fast. I don't know. So... He I like intakes. how you keep calling it a film. If in your mind it was like watching a movie, yeah, I guess <laughs> it, would, it could be a good movie. Yeah, it could be, yeah. But my point is, yeah, that Matt intakes too much content mm-hmm. at too high a volume that he can't be trusted, even when it comes to remembering the details in a book written by a friend in which a character may or may not be based on him. Yeah. And, and you, just recently, it was like right after everyone finished reading it. Yeah, he had finished it. He had finished reading it like a week or two before and right. couldn't remember the ending. He closed the book and said, what's this thing called? I forgot. <laughs> Who wrote this? <laughs> that Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> yeah. Do you think he speed reads like those people that like wave yes. their hand over and they just... He was he sending us pictures a while ago. He was like, yeah, you know that part in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2? And you're like, what are you doing watching Nightmare on Elm Street 2? You, you only watch a sequel to those kinds of franchises if you're watching all of them. Are you watching all the Nightmare? Yeah, yeah, I'm watching all of them. Why? I don't know. Nothing better to do when I'm working from home. And then <laughs> the next day he sends us a photo. It's like his pajama legs out on a bed. And at the foot of the bed, there's a TV playing like part five. He was like, working from home? <laughs> His employers won't hear this. <laughs> I don't know. They're all Patreon subscribers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, what's the point? Did you recommend Matt's, it or not? Matt's to? opinion is um, worthless. Questionable. questionable. Yeah, it's questionable. I, I think you should watch it because there's, for an indie film with a low budget, I think it accomplished a lot that I should watch all it watch Aquaman. it and... And discuss it. Okay. Even you, listener, go watch The Bad Batch. Okay. See if it's good or not. Let us know. I think it is. What do you think you clicked on to bring that up? Is it like... He's looking for it on the ceiling right now. <laughs> I'm searching <laughs> my good. brain <laughs> for it. it. He's looking at a real Bad Batch. I don't... <laughs> I gotta... Let me look at my Netflix recently. <laughs> watch again. Where's my phone? Where is it? <laughs> 
He's doing. Oh, here it is. He's doing menu dives like I'll do, like on Apple Music, just to find crap. Be like <laughs> similar artists, similar artists, similar artists until you're like ten deep. There's nothing on your list to watch. You just really watching Netflix. Were you by yourself? <laughs> yeah, I was by myself. It's one of those nights where you're like, I need something that I haven't seen before. I'm really interested in being surprised. But I don't know what's out there. And then I eventually came across that and I said, all right, let's go. Took a risk. All and right, I let's all go. All right, Abby? I always look up like top 10 sci-fi on Netflix right now or horror movies or something. I go out of word of mouth and I often get disappointed. It'll be like, oh, everybody's talking about this. I go in the movie room, close the door, come out a couple hours later and Abby's like, how'd it go? I'm like, nope. <laughs> That's why we do these episodes for the people's. Listen, all right, I'm going to go to the Bad Batch, and I'm going to say more like this and see what it... You'll never find it. Patrick, while he's doing that, what would you watch? No. I watched um, a movie called Morbius. Okay. Um, Stop. Get the heck out of here. I did. I saw it. I went to the theater and watched it. You know, in our our entourage stories, I was going to entourage everybody to be funny, but I was in one of those little tiny theaters, and it was taking up the whole thing, so it would probably have been kind of rude. He had trouble getting into Morbius because ticket sales. That's true. Me and Tab went and saw this thing. And for a Friday and a Saturday and a Sunday, all the big screens were completely sold out. We couldn't get in. (laughs) That was before. It was like reverse groundswell. First, people are like, oh, man, the trailer showed Michael Keaton and Spider-Man and No Way Home was amazing. I'm about to go see this. And then everyone came out of that first weekend viewing and told their friends, oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Yeah. Pat, this is the kind of movie that um, won't force him to do it on the show, but he came back and like uh, at our monthly movie club, we're all riding down the street to get uh, takeaway, <laughs> which is part of our tradition these days. And Patrick starts telling us about Morbius, me and Matt Hughes, I believe. And it did not sound like he was telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Several times we said, no, but what, okay, I thought he was exaggerating or like just putting a punchline on the end of a story. And I'd be like, but what did, what did the character really say? And he's like, I'm telling you, honest to God, that's what happens in the movie. It was unbelievable. Yeah, this, this movie is bad. I was shocked at how bad it was, Tyler. You should see it. Tell me if I'm right. No, I really, I don't, I don't plan to ever see if it. If I'm going to see Bad Batch, you got to at least go see Morbius. No, it's not yeah. the same. Yeah, it's even trade, <laughs> even trade. <laughs> I haven't even seen Venom. I'm not doing, yeah. Venom this, is I'm so not, much better than I'm this. not doing the Sony villain thing. I'm not doing it. Oh, there's about to be a bunch more. To. I don't have to. I don't. The movie's bad. It makes no sense. Great. And then let's, I'm not going to see it. I think you should just The director has so much shame for even making it. I'm not going to watch it. Well, yeah. that, uh, like, one rapper dude who, like, raps in Spanish, and he's called, like, Cheeky Pitbull? Rap Bunnies or something like that. Bad Bunny? Bad yeah. Bunny. He's about to be a villain in a spinoff Sony Spider-Man villain movie. Yeah. What are they doing? And then the other day I saw a headline that was like, Craven on the set of Craven. I was like, "What? They're making that? Yeah, that's terrible." What is he going to be? I don't know what the bunny guy is going to be. I they set up all that stuff name. in this Morbius movie. You gotta gotta but see it, man. Craven no, is a villain in the Spider-Man Rogue Gallery, who's essentially like, uh, you know, that short story, the most dangerous game where the rich guy has to hunt people on, or hunts people on an island. Mm-hmm. It's like an eccentric game hunter. Uh, 
He's just like a game hunter. He's got a vest made out of a lion's face. I don't even know why he wants to hunt Spider-Man because he's it's like the most, the most dangerous, dangerous game. game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's like Robert Muldoon from Jurassic Park. It's just some dude. How yeah. is there going to be a movie around this guy? How's there, how is there a movie around Morbius? Well, they, Why know. is Jared Leto in Morbius? He Jared really worked Leto, out for it, too. Jared Leto is 50 years old, and he's a cult leader. Let's stop casting him in films. Jared Leto, I've got to believe that this is what it was like. You know, or no. How does the 30 Seconds to Mars song go? Does anyone remember With how 30 it Seconds to Mars? Yeah, so his phone starts ringing. It's 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> that's definitely, that's I don't know how they're saying That's definitely one of the songs. <laughs> he picks it up. says the name they of the They had to try it. He's they like, think this, about it. this better be good. You're interrupting my meditation or something like that. And they're like, <laughs> Jared, baby, how would you like to be the star of the new, in association with Marvel Studios film. It's like, are you serious, John? You're not kidding me around this time. This better be for real. I'm dead serious, baby. We got it. It's the big one. Oh, yeah. He goes in for a meeting. He's like, why are we pulling up to the Sony building? (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about it. This is where the meeting is. I told you it's a Marvel picture. It's going to be a Marvel picture. They get in there. He realizes what he's gotten himself into, but then... There's probably someone from Sony in the room that's like, oh, don't be fooled by all that other stuff. Times have changed. Have you heard about the new Spider-Man movie that's about to come out? Oh, that's right. They're using all our Sony Spider-Man stuff. It's all mixed up. It's all inbred. It's ready to go. If you do this, you're in the MCU. And he was like, okay, God, I guess I will. He was thinking he was going to end up in the next Avengers movie eventually. Oh, man. Is there going to be so. another Avengers movie? I don't mm. know. Something. I think, I'd like to think that he... What's the phase going to culminate to? It's got to culminate to something. Spider-Man and something new Avengers. Good. Spider-Man and Star-Lord hanging out, eating lunch. That'd be a fun, be pretty good, fun movie. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch that. Better than some of the recent ones. Gotcha. Like. No one even knows who Spider-Man is anymore. He's out. Right, yeah. Well, they know that... Yeah, they know who Spider-Man is. They don't know who well, Spider-Man is. you don't know about Morbius' universe. They don't know who Peter Parker is. What? You don't know. I don't care. Can we move on? What'd you see, Abby? Whoa, she didn't watch a dang whoa, thing. Watch Not a dang Let me tell thing. you why. She watched a Kardashian show. Let me tell you why. Instead of watching movies, Josh has been playing video games. And so uh, that's not true. That's if not true. If there was any chance for us to watch a movie. No, no, you watch uh, movies on your phone and computer all the time. Uh-oh. Yeah, but I haven't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's I, not true. I usually listen to podcasts, so shout out to podcasts. Shout out to Shout podcast. Out to podcast. Yeah, listen, it's video game. You know what? I only That's played true. A, a video and game. And you just keep replaying it. And it's loud. But I have an idea for this podcast. This oh. podcast? <laughs> the one we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. It's not too late to turn it around. No, no, no. Like just this episode. That, yeah, yeah. We're almost done, but mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> yeah, this is all we need. I think it'd be fun if there was a segment where people write in and tell us what they're doing while they're listening. <laughs> like driving yeah. or painting. Or I think that's interesting. Showering. Well, we have a, a little insight into that. Remember that? Because there was an episode where Matt Hughes was like, I want the person listening to this on their commute. And we're like, whoa, what makes you think people listen to on the commute? And he's like, yeah, I think that's what people do. I think they listen to it in the morning on their way to work. This was back when the episodes came out every single Sunday, Sunday. night so uh-huh. that they would be available on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Every single week. And uh, we had an influx of fan mail from people saying it's true. 
I do listen to the show. But surely there's someone out there that's doing something more interesting than commuting. Sitting on the toilet. uh, I don't know. Like cleaning their house, doing the dishes. That's that's more interesting. Yeah, that's thrilling. Going on a walk. Mm. I I went and saw two children's movies. You want to hear about them real quick? I saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's terrible. Bad movie. Uh, Kids in the theater loved it. Then I saw a movie called The Bad Guys based on these little hit children's books. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. That was a fun little movie. I saw those too. Sonic, like in the first movie, forgot he could run fast constantly throughout the movie. Yeah, he keeps getting in cars. Keeps getting in cars. He, he keeps forgetting that at one point in the first movie, he goes to the coast of the country and back in the blink of an eye. But sometimes he can't outrun stuff. Yeah, I just realized there's a scene at the beginning where confronted with you know like an unstoppable enemy... Sonic's escape is to jump into a police car mm-hmm. driven by an anthropomorphic fox thing and have the uh, fox drive him away. Oh, thank God you saved me. What? Just run. Yeah. You can run That's so thing. fast. At the speed of light, right? I don't know. Something. It's that speed fast. It's fast. No, you can see him. He's like, mm. bloop. He could run fast. It was a bad movie. Un- kind of uh, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, I just kept sitting there going, wow. I was saying out loud in this theater full of kids, oh my God, wow. But somehow that's Jim Carrey's final film. He was funny. Yeah, he was funny. If that is, man, he went out on top. Yep. <laughs> for his performance. He did his it performance. His in a sequel. Way. Yeah. A sequel to a kid's film. Yeah. He doesn't even like sequels. The yeah. director said that, uh, I read about that. The dir- <laughs> First of all, Jim Carrey said, what he doesn't like, honestly, is when there's too much time in between movies. He feels like the magic passes and he can't find the same character again. Except for that time he did Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Um, he said no, with Dumb Sonic, two. it was like... It was Dumb and Dumber 2. They had, yes, T.O. They uh, barely any time had passed. And they're like, you want to do it again? He's like, sure. And uh, came back to do it again. And the director said, eh, he believes he'll come out of retirement to do part three. <laughs> What Sonic? they want to make yeah. him more like Stop. the robot? Yeah, here's he, he, he was great in the Bad Batch. You should watch that. I, I think I want to, but Tyler, let me tell you this. Yeah, about these two movies I uh, saw in the theater: ones? Sonic and the Bad Guys. Okay, not the Bad Batch. Oh, you saw the, surely you some saw parents listen to this podcast. All the same two films. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before Sonic, they were watching all the trailers for the kids' movies coming out. You know, uh-huh. in the mix was the trailer for Top Gun. Oh, part two. That's weird. Yeah. Maverick. Yeah, my That's kids were confused. Kids yeah. Are, are we all prepared to watch the 800-hour version? No. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It looks bad. The trailer looks real bad to me. I thought the trailer looked like the best jets have ever looked on film. Sure. Well, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know how I feel about like the huh? dash cam. Have you seen the first Top Gun? Yeah. Do you remember the scenes where they just reused footage over and over? Yeah, yeah. Yes. The we same just talked about it recently. <laughs> it just keeps cutting to stock footage of some jets. It's like, oh, we, like we just Someone saw got that from the library. 90 seconds ago, that same exact shot. Thanks right. for bringing it. But so at Sonic, it was Top Gun. And then when I saw the bad guys, it was a trailer for Downton Abbey. Mm, new oh, era. Yeah. The new era. My the kids were really confused about God. that one, too. <laughs> now, I don't know. I'll be the first to admit, I don't know anything about Downton Abbey except for it's some kind of unimaginably dull looking British show that, forgive me, uh, girls like. <laughs> well, I've seen it. Okay. It, you've that, watched all of Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah. I watched stereotypes over that here. That trailer <laughs> for this movie. It can scarcely be overstated 
how meaningless this trailer is. <laughs> it it does not give you any evidence of a conflict or a plot, and it's a long and all this dramatic prestige music. I think it's swelling. all inside baseball. Well, you had to have then it'll the just show, show like Downton you know Abbey the freaking the, Professor McGonagall or whoever. It's, from, it's all yeah. the lowest stakes possible. It's like the the first movie, the whole the whole like uh, the the whole conflict and like and 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 uh, like tension in the plots was just that the king and queen were coming over for dinner. That was it, a movie, and that's. That's that was the hard. movie. It's hard. You don't know what it's like to be <laughs> the pressure of entertainment. You don't know what it's like yeah. to be English aristocracy. I don't. I don't. That's true. Yeah. This. This. So is this a direct sequel? So first there was a I show. Have no idea. And then there was the movie. I watched the show, movie. and the first couple seasons were pretty interesting, and then it became more and more ridiculous and very commercial. Yeah. Less and less interesting, <laughs> and then they ended, and they made a movie, and then now they're making another movie. Yeah, it's like, you know, you see trailers for movies that you don't want to see sometimes, like the Fast franchise, movies that are popular. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't want to watch that. But I can wrap my head around the reason that there are people like that. People like cars. They like action movies. They like loud things. (laughs) They like Vin Diesel. (laughs) But uh, watching that down the trailer. Do they like Vin Diesel? It's honestly mind-boggling. Nothing in me can, can fathom that there would ever be a human being it's who a, would see that trailer and go, I want to see that. Listen, it's the finer things, It's a punishment things, to watch this trailer. It's the finer things. It's sophistication. It's class. And then, hey, how about this? The trailer ends with one of the characters, I think the old lady from Harry, the Harry Potter movies, saying, uh, they're commenting, is this an old, it's like old timey? Yeah. So she's commenting on the fact that sound is about to be integrated into motion pictures. Yeah, it's set in the 20s. And she's like, I thought it would be better if they didn't make sound at all. And then there's like, you know, coming to theaters. And then she would like, even better if we couldn't see them. And I was like, is this a comment on this movie? Listen, her character has had an interesting story arc. She was against the telephone. We get it. It's really boring. That trailer, and I I have no idea what it was till the ending card saying Downton Abbey, you know? But it, they played it before the Northman, and I was sitting beside Peter, and like 20 seconds in, he was like, whatever this is, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem Bethany real. I Bethany wants to see it, I think. I'm sure Bethany will like see the it. kind of trash. Listen, I'll watch it. If eventually. it is I'll a, watch it too. a series that has played on a streaming service in a television-like format, Bethany has watched it. It's PBS. Hey, it's PBS. Yeah, Morbius is going to be better than Downton Abbey. Masterpiece classics. Morbius is going to be better than Laura Linney introduces it every episode. PBS. They have to get. PBS? Are you sure? They got to get a telephone going to keep this thing on the air. They got people in in suits taking calls. We need your support (laughs) to keep Downton Abbey. That's embarrassing. Downton Abbey. That's embarrassing. Hmm. I'm gonna watch that trailer just so I can laugh at it.